Hi there. Welcome to, to the, the Pretty, Pretty Dumb, Dumb Podcast. Um, okay, let's start this. Welcome back. Are you guys ready? For another episode. Of the Pretty Dumb Podcast. <laughs> oh, that was no, impromptu. We did good. And it was pretty cheesy. That was bad, but we might <laughs> cut that out. Jenny, can you cut that out? Thanks, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny hates us. She's such a dumb bitch. Oh, maybe it's because you call her a dumb bitch. Well, maybe she shouldn't act like one. <laughs> did she ever think about that? Probably not. Yeah. Well, now she knows. Those are notes for you, Jenny. Take that Be out. better. Be Work harder. Get off your ass and work. <laughs> okay, let's just jump in. How was your week? My week was good. Um, I can only ever remember like three days ago, but the weekend was good. I had some fun shows and... Uh, yeah, I produced and hosted a show at Tacoma Comedy Club called Live Rude Girls. It's a monthly show. And there was like 150 people there. It was fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah. And it was awesome. so fun. Everyone killed it. Um, Who was your favorite? I mean, Arielle Evans is just freaking hilarious. She's from the Northwest but lives in New York now. But she smashed it. Uh, Kiki Anderson was up from LA. She was super funny. Everyone was so funny. It was just a lot of fun. I always get lucky with my lineups and I just have like amazing comics. Maybe that's not lucky. Maybe that's part of being a producer. I was <laughs> I'll take say, a like, little bit of credit. You should give yourself some credit for just booking good people. Uh, good I don't know women. how to do that. It's really hard. It's well, okay. Positive <laughs> affirmation today. I'm a good producer. Oh, I'm a good producer. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. And then after that show, I. Went and hung out with my best friend and her little kiddos, and we went on a boat ride. I watched a kids like flag football game. And Tight. It was just wholesome and sweet, and it was just like a perfect weekend. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I like a good perfect. I also had a perfect weekend. Oh, though. let's hear about I it. I did. I really did. I had um, I had my headlining show on Friday. That's mm-hmm. really all that I can remember, because <laughs> um, everything else before that was a blur. Uh, I had my headlining show on Friday. It was really good. We sold out. It was a very happy, fun, fun night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parlor Tricks Comedy and everyone on the lineup surprised me with a birthday cake at the end, which was like, oh, my heart was like exploding. And Joe uh, sent me um, a lovely celebratory bottle of uh, bubbly stuff for me. Mm-hmm. It's ambiguous. Who's to say it is? <laughs> and then, um, nice. yeah, after that... We just, we had an amazing time. Oh, speak of the devil himself. He literally just texted me. Well, tell him we're podcasting and turn that ringer off. Okay, well, the ringer's, okay. <laughs> Anyways, oh my God, shout out Joe Dombrowski. Um, Saturday, I went to a friend's birthday. We did an escape room, which oh, like, God. I would be such a bad detective. <laughs> uh, I would be such a bad detective. I got yelled at at one point in the escape room because it was like a dark escape room. And there was like a part where we had to like, push buttons in a certain order and one of my friends like she was like god damn it Richie and she like stopped on her she stopped and she was like stop fucking touching the buttons I was like whoopsie this is when you realize that you're dyslexic I never knew I was like I didn't know I'm sorry I thought I was being helpful um and we escaped we escaped on time though we survived yeah we we did it just in just the right amount of time I kind of thought like escape rooms would have died out post-covid I guess not. One of my friends, though, it's so funny. One of my friends is experiencing vertigo. Mm, and she was like, well, I'll try funny. the escape room. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'll try the escape room. But if I don't feel good, I'm just going to leave. And I was like, 
good luck. Yeah, I was like, do you know how escape rooms work? You dumbass. <laughs> um, and then what else did I do? Sunday, I did uh, a show at Club Comedy and I got to hang out with um i don't know what to call him anymore like the guy that i'm dating like one of the guys yeah. i'm dating yeah mm-hmm. you're hanging out with one of the guys i'm dating the one who's married and he made me feel really good everyone knows um, by now you talk about him every episode i know so, because hey. i hang out with him like every week i think our seven listeners are very intrigued <laughs> they want to know the updates week by week just yeah. like i do but he made me feel really good this weekend. And then nice. that's it. That was my weekend. Yay, that was my weekend. It. Your show was super fun. Thanks for letting me host. Yeah. Did I you feel blast. good about your hosting set? I mean, it was fine. They were definitely like, we want Richie. Who's this blonde bitch? Hurry it up. Do your five minutes and skedaddle because we're here for Richie. Did I only give you five? I thought I gave you five to seven. Yeah, it was like six or seven. Okay, you did awesome. <laughs> but no, afterwards, everyone was like, you were so funny. Oh my God, you did great. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Laughter would have let me know that too, but thank you. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. There was definitely moments during my set where I was like, you can laugh. I need the validation. I need the audible validation right now. Uh-huh. Uh, one of my girlfriends actually did say, she was like, I felt like some people weren't laughing. And I was like, I could hear the lack of laughter at uh-huh. some points. You are correct. They were not. <laughs> and, I mean, it's fine, though. Honestly, like I said, I learned a lot. I feel like I am better for it now. And it's mm-hmm. inspired me to do better and be better. And do you feel like you want to keep doing headlining sets? Or do you feel like you need to kind of reorg your jokes? And- I need to reorg. Mm-hmm. I need to reorg. I think I think I could do a headlining set. I don't know if it's something. For that- a very specific audience, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Yes. <laughs> Yes, though. I do think that I could I could do the time. Yeah. I don't know if it's like anything that I would be like comfortable doing. Yeah, again, right we're not going to like drop you in a bar in Bellingham and be like, OK, here is Richie. Yeah, you definitely need to. Yeah, like I think I think like I like the half hour time slot right now. Mm-hmm. I think nice. that that's like where I'd feel the most comfortable and t- for a while awesome. for a while. Yeah. Give Love me some it. time. Yeah. But you crush it. Thank you. It was super fun. It was really fun. I had a good time. Um, what's chopping your ass this week? Um, I don't know. We were talking about our, I don't know, our weird friend woes. And uh, I like. Yeah, I, let's get into it, bitch. Let's, let's fucking, fucking get this. into it. Oh my, I, do you want to go first? No, you go first and I'll build off of it. Okay. Well, I, uh, I don't know. I've gone through a couple different friend breakups in my life as we all have but um like most recently just my best friend since college she just stopped talking to me and I don't know why so it's very weird to just be ghosted by someone who you used to literally FaceTime every day with and when did not this start know. happening um like right around like Christmas I think or my birthday that's a real shitty time yeah I was it was weird um but um like I've had friendships end before and just kind of like abruptly end one was very dramatic like this girl screaming at me in the street and then another one was just like a fizzle out but like they pop up in my dreams and that really bugs me like oh there's my old roommate in my dream and we're hashing things out or we're always like oh are we friends now like it's just like an awkward thing and I it's have you tried reaching out to them be like hey what happened no, because I know what happened with the girl who screamed at me in the street, and it was just a 
yeah, it just, yeah. Basically, she was cheating on her boyfriend and wanted me to lie to him about it. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And I wouldn't do that either, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, another girl, I just kind of realized that she was basically like super opportunistic. Like, I saw how she treated other people. Like, she kept one dude in her life because he had a boat and he would give her boat rides sometimes. And other than that, he was a total asshole. But she'd be like, well, I have to be nice to him so we can go on the boat. And it's like, no, you no, fucking don't. don't. No. Like, why is this your priority? Hanging out with shitty people over. So you can get a good Instagram pic? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I don't, I, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm like overly, I don't know if it's judgmental or just like I have higher values than, and I expect other people you're to have the same. You're better than everyone <laughs> yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. But my friend group is dwindling. <laughs> I don't think that there's anything wrong with that per se. Like, I don't know. I I definitely feel like my tolerance for bullshit is definitely lower than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to deal with that kind of dumb shit anymore. Yeah. And I think that's probably a side effect of getting older and especially us like we have this thing that we're really excited about that keeps us really busy we're doing comedy all the time and if people aren't kind of like like they don't give us grace then it's like I I don't I don't have to give you my time if you're not going to like give me what I need back you know seriously I don't I don't (laughs) and it's like and it's like I don't even ask for like a lot like I'm not saying like come to every show come hang out all the time uh praise me it's just like I don't know like my shit, cheer me on. That's all that I really need. Mm-hmm. Just tell me I'm doing good and, you know, update me when you can. That's all that I'm asking for. A lot of my childhood friends I only see like once every two or three months right now because like every single night is something comedy related, I feel like at this point. And yeah. it's like a lot of them understand it, but a lot of them also are like, you've changed. And it's like, yes, I have a goal. Like, I have yeah. a goal. Okay. I finally have something that I'm passionate about. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ugh. Did you have more to go on with that? I'm sorry. I feel like I, I mean, you I off. can go in any Keep direction. Keep going. Here. Keep fucking. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll go into what's going on with me here in a second. But. Okay. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, like, it is weird, like, being in your 30s and it's just harder to make friends. Like, friends now are very circumstantial. Like, most of my friends now are comedy friends because that's who we see all the time and that, like, that's just who we're around. Um, but yeah, I don't really have, I have like a couple friends from either childhood or, you know, growing up. My best friend, Courtney, we've been friends since I was like 18, I think. But yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. You can cut this I mean, out. like, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> I, I get it though. Like I have a group of girlfriends that I've had since middle school, basically for me. I came into the group in middle school and like we've all been very close together. It's super nice. I love that we get to be uh, in each other's lives and the way that we get to be and you know I treat them like family because to me they are basically at this point like it's been like I don't know fucking what's middle school how long ago was that like six years ago <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> it's been like five years since middle school and it's what was I in the 1990s I can't do the math um like so 2016 I think is when we uh oh all met in middle school sixth grade eighth grade actually um but anyways it's not important the point is we've been friends for a long long time and lately I just feel like I've had like most of them are really great but like one of my friends like she said something to me yesterday that kind of bothered me 
And it's like, I love her so much. I love her so, so much. I can't stress how much I love this woman. But like yesterday she was like, the relationship you have with that guy who's married is fake. And I was like, well, why is it fake? And she's like, well, you guys aren't going to have a future together. So like, what's the point? And I was like, I don't like, I don't know. Maybe the point is that like someone makes me feel good, which is more Mm -hmm. than I can say for you right now. Like someone who's making me feel good. My time is so limited. I go on so many horrible, shitty, boring first dates. Like, And she would know that better than anybody. I mean, (laughs) yeah, seriously. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Not all of us met our fiance when we were like 20 years old. Like Mm -hmm. I have to go on a lot of bad dates and it's exhausting when I have a full schedule. And like, why wouldn't I choose someone who's choosing me, even if like, yes, he's married, but like his husband knows I exist. Like, why wouldn't I just choose to do something that makes me feel good is guaranteed to make me feel good for like five hours out of my week. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It just doesn't feel very supportive. And like, this was also the same friend who told me that uh, comedy is a hobby when I first started doing it. Cause I was like, I had just gotten booked for like my first big show at Tacoma comedy club. And there was a chance I was going to miss one of my friend's birthdays. And she was like, you're really going to miss our friend's birthday for a hobby. Are you serious? And we got into a huge fight about that. And like, I just never fully recovered from that. Like mm-hmm. it, it just made me realize like the people who believe in you from the get go are so important. Like the yeah. people who really deep down get it are so important. Like, I shouldn't have to convince people to believe in me. They should just do it. I cheer on all of my friends and all of their endeavors unless like, you know, I don't. And it's usually because like they're probably doing something they shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't like I didn't understand why you wouldn't just like believe in me and like understand that like this is what's important to me. You'd seen me do this already. You'd seen me do open mics and like work hard to get this. And then you're going to tell me that it's a hobby. I don't know. It's just been chopping my ass a lot lately. And I I don't know. I need to talk to her, honestly. Yeah. Let her know that you're upset. It is weird, like, when friendships kind of seem circumstantial after a while. Like, I support you as long as you're doing what I think you should be doing. And if you're not, then maybe I'm not going to be a good friend. And it's like, whoa, I thought this was like an unconditional thing. Like you support me because I'm me, not because of X, Y, and Z. (laughs) Also like why here's like another thing that like bothered me is like, why is what I'm doing with, we'll call him Jake from now on. Cause I don't want to give away his real name. What, why is what I'm doing with Jake? Like considered fake. Did she say? Because there's no future. Cause I can't marry him. Right. So that's just her assuming that you want to get married, first of all. Oh, my God. That's so crazy because I literally said to her, I was like, okay, but my life goal isn't to get married and have kids and have a mortgage. And she was like, Mm -hmm. that's not my life goal either. It's just. I didn't say it was. You seem a little defensive. Well, I mean, I I did say I was like, you know, your life goal is to get married and have kids. Mm -hmm. And like my life goal is to make it in comedy, you know, and like there's someone along the ride who's like making me feel good. It's not a big deal. And I feel like. There's a difference between you and her. It sounds like you are kind of more living in the moment, like living for today. And also, who's to say, like, if you and Jake don't last for a super long time, 
that's okay. Like, even if relationships end, it doesn't mean they failed. It just means that there is an end. So right. you, you're always learning from different relationships. You're changing who you are. You're gaining different aspects of your own personality through being with all these different people. So it's like there's nothing wrong with you enjoying your life right now. Also, like that was the other thing, too, is like I was like talking about it with him. And I was like, honestly, I love what we do because I do know that there's like I know what the ending is for us. Like we're not going to end up together and that's okay that's totally fine it allows me to be so much more in the moment with you and I can really just enjoy our time together and it makes Mm -hmm. me so happy I don't understand why there has to be this like idea of where it should go and he was telling me like you know he his theory is that like there are people like lots of people who just assume that like there's this expected trajectory of like relationships and if it doesn't fit into that mold it's like well, what are they doing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, maybe I'm just like enjoying my life. I'm enjoying that yeah. someone treats me nicely. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's bad. No, because there are a lot of people who won't treat you nicely. So as I found, yeah, as I have found. Same Z's. Oh, I should mention, I understand that this friend is, she, I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm talking shit about my friend because I know that she's coming from a place of good intentions. I just wish that like, she would just cheer me on for the things that actually make me happy and not want what she thinks should make me happy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because it's like, just I get let it. you live your life and be happy for you. I get it. She wants the best for me and I love her so much for that. But I just like, why can't people just want what I want for me? <laughs> why can't everyone just want me to be famous? Why can't everyone just want me to be happy? <laughs> like, if something makes me happy, I don't know. I just, I, I want to be you. happy. I hear you. I also feel guilty. So we're just talking about different friendships. Like I, I recently made a friend in comedy who's like, I want to say like 10 years younger than me. And we're just in such different places in our lives that I feel like she was really excited to be my friend right away. And now I haven't heard from her for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, she probably found people more her age because I'm just so tired all the time. I'm not like the let's go to drinks. Let's meet up. Let's do this. I'm like the hey, I'll text you. And when I see you at the club, like we can gossip and stuff, but I'm not like a person to make plans with. And that is a thing like I've realized like, oh, because especially in comedy, there's people of all different ages coming Mm -hmm. in. So it's like, oh, we can be friends. And then you're like, oh, how old are you? Oh, this Mm -hmm. probably isn't gonna. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. Like I, dude, even like at this age, it was Courtney, it was crazy. Like, my friend's birthday was the day after my headlining show. And at like 10 o'clock on the night of her birthday, I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> I am so tired. I want to go home. I want to uh-huh. lay down. I'm so sleepy. Ugh, this is yeah. great. The people are going to know that we're old bitches. I mean, I'm telling you, I finally got to sleep in my bed last night and I slept in. So like, it's just nice. It's just nice to sleep in a nice bed. It is so nice to sleep in a nice bed. <laughs> it's nice to sleep in my bed, actually. Yes. That's like one of my favorite things about, that's like one of my other favorite things about like hanging out with Jake is that I never have to be like, so are we sleeping at my place or yours? Because like, <laughs> I, like he sleeps at home with his husband. And mm-hmm. guess what? That's awesome. Dude. That's so great. I love that. I love sleeping in my bed so much. <laughs> I've said so many times, I think like a good relationship would be if you lived in the same like apartment building as your boyfriend 
or fiance or husband because then you <laughs> each get to have your own space away from each other. He can come to my place. I can go to his, but you can sleep by yourself, which is just nice. I love sleeping by myself. Me too. <laughs> I really do. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I love to be like cuddly with someone on like a couch and something mm-hmm. like that. But like, if someone is like, let's fall asleep together, let's cuddle. I'm just like, literally Overrated. go choke yourself. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to overheat in my fucking sleep. Yeah, it's so hard. Like King says, King size bed. Okay, cool. I can do that. But yeah, my boyfriend, he's a twitcher. So when he falls asleep, <laughs> like one time he almost like snapped my fucking neck. I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> he just twitches so much. One of my girlfriends has a husband who like, in, like he sleeps moves and walks and stuff oh god and he one time like raised a fist to her in his in his sleep and she was like oh my god relax you're sleeping (laughs) (laughs) why are you so mad you're asleep right now yeah (laughs) oh my god i I cannot imagine i would i would be so scared (laughs) because he's like he's like a big dude like i wouldn't want (laughs) he raised a fist to me and be like oh my god i'm Uh, gonna die (laughs) yikes and you're not supposed to wake them up right I don't know what you're supposed to do. I would kick this bitch in the face, I know. She just fucking slaps him. (laughs) Ha ha, you idiot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should we go over what we learned this week? Sure. You want to go first? I learned a lot about... Oh my gosh, I learned so many things. I learned that being 30 is hard. It was so hard. It's so hard. Did I tell you also... So I turned 30 on last week Mm. and that whole day... My back hurt all <laughs> fucking day. And then that night, we were at Tacoma Comedy Club together, weren't we? Yes, mm-hmm. we were. We were at Tacoma Comedy Club. I ate some chicken nuggies there, which are so good. But it gave me intense gas pain. <laughs> and I like, I so I went woke up in pain and then I went to bed in pain. And I was just like, this is 30 now. This is 30. You made it, it sucks. get used to it. Um, so I learned that. And I also <laughs> learned that my long set is so gay it's so gay not that that's a bad thing it's pretty gay i just i want to be able to play for like a lot of different audiences and i need to find a better balance for like my gay material like I, an mm-hmm. ideal set for me would be like 50 percent gay related 50 percent not gay related and it mm-hmm. felt more like 70 30 and i was like i need to change some things i need to write some new stuff like i need to revamp and reorganize like what my set looks like mm-hmm. um so I learned a lot about nice. that. And then, yeah, I learned awesome. that when you're 30, you are fucking tired. You just got to bring a Tums with you everywhere you go. I have been doing that for a while. <laughs> for a while. Like, for a long while. I've been carrying around Pepto-Bismol in my backpack. Oh, okay. Just straight bottle or like the little pills? Little pills. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think a bottle would be pretty cool. You're like, hang on. Before I take this shot, I'm going to take a shot of the pink stuff. Do you think maybe I should just like a Ziploc baggie little like, or what, like put it in like little mason jars of just like. <laughs> little tiny ones. Little tiny mason jars of Pepto. Oh, that's cute. Um, I was looking up stuff related to friends and I found this article by the Huffington Post. Oh. It's called... 10 true facts about friendship. What scientists have to say. (laughs) Tell me what they have to say. Number one, men and women can't be friends. Wait, stop. (laughs) That's not true. It says scientists studied 88 friend couples of the opposite sex and concluded that men were more physically and sexually attracted to their female friends and tended to overestimate how these women saw them. So 
I guess you and me can't be friends. It's a good thing you don't have a penis. <laughs> uh. Um, let's see another cute one. Animals have friends too. <gasps> they do. Yeah. Let's see some of the main um species: chimpanzees, baboons, horses, hyenas, elephants, bats, and dolphins. They can form friendships outside of their species that's so cute yeah do you want to read anything else from here uh i'll pick a random fact okay friends trigger our empathy hmm i don't know if that's always true not in richie (laughs) the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes is a key human characteristic but with friends we take it to the next level a group of University of Virginia study of the scans of 22 different brains. I'm not reading all this. this is a long paragraph. Um, <laughs> well, I think that like that should be true. I don't know if well, it's Well, maybe this true. is this quote. Humans come together to prosper. Our goals and resources are shared. If someone is threatening a friend, they're threatening our resources and goals. That is nice. That's good. I like that. Maybe that's how we should look at all of our friendships. Um, Are you making it better or worse? We're jealous and we give what we get. Work friends make you more productive, but be careful. I don't know if that's true because when me and my work friends get together, we do nothing but talk. That's probably what the be careful is about. (laughs) Yeah, we're not productive employees when we're all together in the office. (gasps) Ooh, this is an interesting one. This says, love costs you two friends. Anthropologist Robin Dunbar has studied the effect that love has on friendship, and the results are clear. When a new person enters into your life, he or she displaces two others in your close circle, usually a family member or a friend. That's interesting. I so do know. you do you feel like your two friend breakups are because <laughs> of you and your boyfriend? Do you think that that's related? Hey, maybe. I mean, we've been together for two years now, and this just happened recently. But who knows? Maybe it was just a delayed effect. It could be. Yeah, this says, love takes time away from seeing friends, and this allows friendships to deteriorate. If you don't see people, your emotional engagement with them drops off and does so quickly. So, yeah. I mean, I could see that. That I wasn't 100% available like I was before. And mm, sorry, goodbye. I mean, like, whatever. Like, live your (laughs) life. I don't know. That's, like, one thing, too, that it's just, like, I I love all my friends and their partners. I think that they're all uh, wonderful. I would bang, like, half of them. (laughs) Uh, But it's just, like, I don't know. Like, why, why does that have to be a thing? Like, why can't? People just be like, oh, I love that you're like seeing someone. I'll see you when uh, I see you, you know? Yeah. Because that's so much of like who I am. I'm like, I will see you when I see you. Like, I don't hold grudges against people for not like spending time with me. Yeah. Because I get it. Everyone's life is fucking busy. And like, I mean, like, you know, my life, you know, my schedule. I'm busy all the time. And I wish that I had more free time. But like, do you think it's because some people just aren't as busy? I don't know. It could be that. And it also could be the difference between being introverted and extroverted. So even if I have nothing to do, I'm totally happy being by myself in my apartment. So I am I usually don't get FOMO. Occasionally I'll be like, oh, I really want to go out. I want to go do something. I want to hang out with people. But most of the time I'm like, yep, cool. You want to cancel plans? Awesome. So I maybe your maybe your other friends just need that social interaction too, and you're like, sorry, I can't be that for you. I guess that's real. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you need more introverted friends so they don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I I can't deal with any more introverted friends. I love all my introverted <laughs> friends. I love you. Um, 
I wish I could keep you in my cupboard. Uh, <laughs> that would be nice if I could do that. Um, do you have any fun things coming up for this week? Um, I'm leaving on Wednesday to visit my parents in Florida. Oh my God, we're going to do virtual recordings. Yeah, our next one will be virtual. We'll see how it goes. It could be a fail. This might be the last episode for a couple weeks. So. For, yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> at least three. Like, Because uh-huh. I'm going to be gone for two two or three weeks too yeah we're gonna be on the road it's fun i'm not going for comedy i'm visiting you should family. do some comedy while you're my out my brother and his kids will be out there i mean maybe they do don't live at close. disneyland <laughs> disney world whatever first of all um i so i was hanging out with my friend and her kids like i said and her 10 year old was like courtney bird will you tell me a joke and i was like Okay, so I was scrolling through all of my jokes, and oh I was God, like, "You took out your notebook I can't for be this." That one. Well, it was on my phone. I was like, "No, that one has a sexual innuendo." No, that one. No, no. So I had literally two, I think, and the first one he didn't get at all, and I was like, "All right, well, tough crowd, <laughs> <laughs> tough crowd." Yeah. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. So I don't think Disney World would be my key audience. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No shows. Well, I guess like, yeah, you're going to be gone for like, what, a week? Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So no shows coming up. Mm -hmm. I have a show. Let's hear about (laughs) it. (laughs) I'm going to be at the Crocodile on May 30th opening for Alok. I hope I said that right. I'll be featuring. I'll be doing my first feature set there. Yay. And it'll be in the big room. Yeah. It's a big crowd. It's going to be a huge crowd. I just looked. One of the shows is sold out. The late night show still has tickets. So if you want to see me feature for an amazing comedy writer, performer mm-hmm. of some kind. I did a little bit of research. I don't know that much about them. Um, but if you want to see me, that's where I'll be next. You go. It's going to be great. May 30th. Boom. At the Crocodile. I should also mention, I feel like I I should mention this as like, I love all of my friends. <laughs> I'm not mad at anyone. Maybe you should put this in the beginning. <laughs> Just I'm to not mad at anyone. And trigger warning. This isn't about you if you think it's about you. Unless you think it is. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyways, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, We do want people to like message us um, if there are topics you think we should talk about, if there are topics we have talked about and you just want us to hear more. I don't know. Just hit us up. Tell us what you like. Yeah. On Instagram at the pretty dumb pod. Yeah. And now we're on Amazon, aren't we? Yep. We got Amazon. We got. I don't know. I don't know anything about technology. But we can you can find us more places. Awesome. Okay, well thanks everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.